This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at HM.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am going to teach you how to identify 
who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. I am a 40-year-old woman of three boys who runs a machine shop in Southern California. I am very artistic. I play several musical instruments and love to draw and paint. I've been with my husband for nine years. We're an awesome couple who supports and encourages each other in our own individual personal growth. Music, family, and creativity get me energized. I'm a go-getter that doesn't stop until I get my goals or surpass them. My codependency issues are what started me down this path of seeking to be empowered and unapologetic. Family and friends always seem to come to me for help or advice, so it was easy to fall into that role. After being in the group for over a year, I'm starting to feel and be my true authentic self. Ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, this episode, this episode means a lot to me. Here's why. She's a dear friend of mine. And in addition to that, she trusted me to take on, take her on this new path of self-discovery. I'm not going to lie. I challenged her like no other. And she was up for it every single time. She was focused. She worked hard. And I'm proud to say she recently graduated from our VIP group. So please help me by welcoming Alejandra Urbanovsky. Ladies, grab a pen and paper because it's about to get real and you're going to want to take notes. Hey Alex, so first things first, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your kids, your story. I'm Alex. I have three boys, 21, 9, and 5. I am a general manager for a machine shop in Southern California. And that's about it. I mean, I have a son who I have adopted and raised since he was two years old. And my other two boys are with me um, as well. Um, and my husband has adopted, uh, those boys. And so we are a majorly blended family, (laughs) (laughs) non-traditional in almost all of the senses. So, um, but you know, we're very cohesive and, um, it's, it's like, you know, like any other normal family, I believe. (laughs) I like how you said a non-traditional what did you say? Like, it's kind of like a next level blended family. Yeah. Two baby mamas, uh, two baby daddies. <laughs> so yes. it's a very, very, uh, very different. So absolutely. So your request today was finding balance because of extreme behaviors. Right. Can you give me a little bit more details? Please explain. I, I tend to go full bore in my exercise and my diets. And if I fall off the wagon, I tend to really just like grab a burrito Yeah, (laughs) and, um, and just say, ah, screw it. I'll start again whenever, you know? So, um, or I just, you know, continue to just eat however, or, or not exercise. So I'm always like full bore or zero. So 
really um, in joining the group, I'm trying to find my balance and be able to allow myself to, you know, if I mess up today, I can get back at it tomorrow. Why am I waiting, you know, until Monday or, you know, there's, I always have to have like a set deadline or a set time to start. And so through the group, um, I've really given myself some grace and just continued on my journey and not really stuck to the rules that I set for myself. Absolutely. So one thing that pops up for me is you mentioned like complete extreme behavior, right? I'm either all in or I'm not. Right. And being able to go ahead and if I'm not all in, well, then I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. Tell me a time when you felt like you were at, like you were experiencing some level of, of success. When we were doing the um, P90X, right before I was about to get divorced from my ex-husband, I was like on day 80, (laughs) and then my marriage just went um, down the tubes. So I didn't get to finish my 90 days, and so it was like... I mean, not only was I losing my marriage, but I was also losing the 80 days I already invested into <laughs> P90X. But I felt like, you know, I was, I had, um, you know, I invested all this time and effort. I had lost 54 pounds, but my marriage was more important to try to save. Absolutely. Um, so I just kind of put that on the back burner and I actually didn't go back to complete it until two years later. And I completed it twice. So, um, so when I did, I was really super proud of myself, but in between times I had also started it up again and, you know, maybe got to like day 20 or day 30. And then it's always something like something is more important for me to do. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I get discouraged with that cause I'm like, why can't I just put myself first, yeah. you know? And um, so, you know, the last few times that I've um, done P90X, I, I gave myself grace and I was really proud of myself because I just was like, I'm not going to start this cycle all over again because then I feel like I'm failing. I can I can continue on. There is no rule. Like I'm not on day one again. Like I'm on day 22, even yeah. though there's been four days in between our last session, you know? Yeah. So it's really helped with my sense of not feeling like a failure, you know, it's not failing. Um, it's only failing if I completely stop. So, um, it's just changing my mindset on what I deem as success. How did you get there where you started to shift your mindset? Um, (laughs) funnily enough, it was another extreme behavior. It was, (laughs) I was like, you know what, I'm going to exercise and I'm going to do this and I'm going to stop drinking and blah, 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 you know, just do the whole healthy thing. And so I was doing that and I just completely, you know, I was like, okay, full, full on health mode, you know, let's just go for this. And, um, so I, you know, I quit drinking, was eating healthy, like, you know, um, I was like, I'm going to do this for 60 days. Again, another time limit, right? <laughs> and um, and my husband came back from traveling, and it was at my 55-day mark. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a glass of wine. Because I, I need had to a celebrate. Glass of wine. Duh. I yeah, need to celebrate yeah, the success. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to have a glass of wine. And I'm five days away from completing my 60 days. But this is going to be like, somewhat of like allowing myself to not hit a deadline, but be proud of myself for the 55 days of clean eating, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, I, I, um, I started to feel like it doesn't matter. There's no deadline. You can live life. You don't have to be extreme. You don't have to quit 100%. You don't have to, you know, so all of these things that, um, I'm allowing myself, like I'm giving myself permission and, and really that's just what I'm, is helping me to find my balance, you know, and I don't have to do anything I don't want to, and I can enjoy what I do. So I can go for a walk. I can jump on the treadmill. I can walk the dog, you know, and, and really, um, back in December, I started doing jujitsu and I had 100% convinced myself that I did not want to do jujitsu before I even started. I'm like, this was an idea that you had, you big dummy. <laughs> like, and I was like, no, boxing's going to be funner. Like I have to go to boxing. Boxing's what I know. And I always tend to go back to the comfort yeah. of what I've already tried. So when I went to, um, to go watch jujitsu, um, before I, before I joined, um, I felt like a sense of family there. Like I was watching them and everybody was so encouraging. And the other part of it was, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't (laughs) expect to be perfect here. And it gave me again, like another sense of comfort where Mm -hmm. there was no pressure at all. And so um, to me, I found that to be just like a home. (laughs) So um, the following week, I think, or maybe that like a day later, Mm -hmm. I went back and they had like geese for you to borrow. And I jumped right in. Like I did all the moves and, you know, uh, struggled with a lot of things. And I had a freaking great time. It was awesome. So there was a shift from your extremes to this, this change in mindset. How did that happen? Where did that come from? Internally, I think it's just allowing myself giving myself permission to just not have to be perfect. Did you just, I guess I'm asking more of like, did you just wake up one day and be like, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. And so I'm going to shift my mindset. Like how did that happen? It, it, well, it's, it's been at least a year of being in the group. Um, the empowered and unapologetic, I think started in February. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like, you know, after months of doing the work in the group, um, doing the challenges, really just pushing myself out of my com- comfort zone on various levels, both physically <laughs> and mentally, like, um, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, really just being challenged in different ways, you know, like I'm used to, um, task based challenge, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you see the, the accomplishment, you get the check mark, you move on. Well, mm-hmm. this is um, a lengthy process. You know, you go forward, you go back, you know. And I feel like um, the, you know, it really did show me that the only person that I can control is myself. And so ultimately, it gives you a sense of freedom to where, you know, anything that happens, you're now disappointed in yourself, And you're like, oh, but I can change this. The next time this happens, this is what I can do to change the way that I react. 
um, to the situation. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's been extremely freeing. So, um, even though there was some slide backs. Absolutely. I remember you had won one of the challenges and one of the, one of the prizes was a free coaching call. And so we had that coaching call and I remember having a discussion with you about codependency and, you know, what that was like for you and, you know, wanting to go ahead and provide all of these answers for everybody, you know, and, and I think it's not necessarily only like the dieting and the eating and the exercise and, you know, um, that, that fear of failure, I've noticed it with relationships, right? And then, you know, in addition to that, you know, your friendships and, you know, we talked about, we talked about, you know, your past with your, your past marriage and your current marriage. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. I, I do, I need to stop this extreme behavior because I, I'm trying to rescue everyone and I'm drowning at the same time. Right. Right. And then it was through one of our conversations that it was like, okay, wait a minute. Because I had just started Empowered and Unapologetic. And so I knew yeah. I needed to start it, but I didn't know what everybody needed. And it was through our discussion and then talking to other people. It was like, okay, we need to do a retreat. I have to, I have to get all of these women together and we need to go ahead and go deeper. And then from there, we launched the VIP group. And the reason why I launched the VIP group was, was because of you. And there were a couple other women that were like, okay, wait a minute, we need, how do we continue to implement this? And just kind of watching your growth, watching you shift in, okay, I don't need to be attached or imprisoned by the checklist. I don't need to be imprisoned by, you know, trying to go ahead and find extreme success. I can find it. I can find success in the steps that I take towards the life I want to live. Little wins. Bingo. Yeah, little ones. Tell me more about that. Um, I, I started to be able to recognize my own behaviors, like when it was happening. So uh, don't get me wrong. It was such a struggle. Um, you know, I was floundering cause I was in uncharted territory. I'm like, if I give advice, I'm in, I'm in my zone. Like I know that. Um, but when I'm, trying to be the listener and, um, I don't have to give feedback. Um, it was awkward as hell at first, (laughs) you know, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to find my new footing, trying to be a better friend, be a better cousin, be a better wife, you know, um, all those roles that I play and understand really what the other person is looking for you know, from me, really, maybe they just had a hard day, and they don't necessarily need me to fix them. So, you know, I could just be an ear and understanding that being an ear doesn't mean that you're not engaging um, with the person, you don't have to do anything, really. And it it doesn't mean you're a bad friend. And it doesn't mean you're, uh, you know, about anything, you know, it's just, um, you know, you're there as supporting them. So that's a different type of a good friend, a good, you know, good cousin, good sister, you know, everything. Hey ladies, are you loving this episode? Because if you are, share it with your friends. In addition to that, I want to personally invite you into my private Facebook group, Empowered and Unapologetic. On this page, I want you to post 
What was your favorite episode? What lessons have you learned? And what was your greatest takeaway? On there, it's an interactive page where you find women just like you, learning and growing. So one thing I noticed for myself, and I'm not sure if you can relate, I noticed I would give all of the advice to everyone and even cling on to one person. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I would cling on to one person because I needed to fix them. And they could only rely on me because I was the chosen one and I was the one who had all of the answers and I was going to tell them how they were doing their life wrong and Mm -hmm. how to go ahead and take the steps towards success, towards living their life of freedom. And the other thing I would do is at work, you know, in my business, I would go ahead and take on a bazillion tasks because I needed that... I didn't know at the time, but I needed that validation. I needed that check. How, how you phrased it, the check in the yeah. box. Mm-hmm. And looking back now, I realized I was avoiding and I was trying to distract myself as much as possible because if anybody, if anybody was to just say, girl, stop, then that would mean I would have to sit in the pain. I would have to actually look at the things that I was attempting to avoid. Yeah. My mom for years told me, she was like, oh, you know, um, just telling your children, you know, that, you know, oh, be careful, you know, you're going to get hurt there, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, trying to give them the answers to the test, as she said, it, um, it doesn't, it doesn't help. She was like, you have to get hurt. You have to get burned by the fire. You have to get a cut in order for you to understand that there's danger there. And um, offering all the knowledge to anybody is just, it's, unfortunately, it's not helpful. We all have to experience our own um, hurt, you know. And, um, you know, a good friend of mine told me um, when I was giving her advice, she was like, hey, you know, you're actually, you you drove me away when you did that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I really took that to heart because I was like, I was just trying to help you, you know. But um, she's always been super honest with me. And I take her honesty to heart because, you know, she she's well intentioned. Yeah. You know, even though that stung because I was like, oh, my God, I didn't want to hurt you. I didn't want to do that to you. I didn't realize, you know. And um, that really did um, help me to shift my mindset, you know, to where I was like, Oh, if I don't tell people this, uh, experience, you know, it's still going to happen, you know, so it's okay. You know, they, they will learn and, and that's okay, you know, too. That's the part though. And that's also what's led you to the extreme behaviors, which we're, we're, we're currently working on too. I have to be able to go ahead and sit with somebody in their pain. Yeah. And which is tough. (laughs) Bingo. And not rescue them. And the other part is I can no longer be somebody's hero. I remember when we had that conversation and like kind of just bringing it all together with regards to your extreme behaviors and feeling as if there has to be something, you have to do something and take it to the next level but it has to be done in X, Y, and Z with this timeline on this date. And if I don't, well, then I go from one extreme to the other. I say, screw it. I'm not going to do anything at all. I'm, I'll do it Monday. I'll do it Monday. Yep, 100%. I mean, I could see my codependency shifting, 
Mm-hmm. You know, like um, my son, we had a great relationship when he when he moved back because I felt a sense of relief. He's he's an adult now. I don't have to protect him. I don't have to do anything for him. He's here because he wants to be here. We're having, you know, it's a no pressure situation. Then all of a sudden I could feel myself going back to that, like going back to, to mom and, you know, but this time it was different because I told him, you know, this is what mom is going through. So I hope you understand, you know, scars and all, you know, I've been through, some pretty traumatic crap with, um, with your dad and you went through it with me. And so I want you to know that these are the things that I'm currently struggling with. So that way, if you see me doing this or if I'm doing it to you, just call me out, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm very open for you to tell me that I'm doing these things and, um, I'm not trying to, so don't think like this is disrespectful or anything like that. Cause he's a very respectful, uh, young man. So, and we've gotten into some, you know, heated conversations. We've also gotten into some really good conversations. Like, you know, we, I missed that zoom call for the VIP group, um, to have like a three hour beautiful conversation yeah. with my son, you know, yeah. it was really awesome. Cause you know, we really just dug deep into a lot of the things that were just underlying underneath the surface, you know, and we didn't yell, we didn't scream, we didn't cry, you know, that it was like, um, just a normal adult conversation. So I'm enjoying the transition, the, um, the sense of freedom that I'm getting from letting go. Yes. Yes. And I'm, I I have to say, you know, kind of like, I wish I, well, I'm not going to, press stop. But I have to say, I'm so proud of you because just watching your transition, watch and, and, you know, remembering your first coaching call to where you were at. And it's like, no, Veronica, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah, am the one. The question you asked me, who do you control? And I'm like, my kids, my, you know, yeah, like, girl, you gave me a list. the list was long. <laughs> now who do I control? Just me. Bingo. <laughs> but just kind of seeing it, like where you were then to where you are now. And you know, back then, I don't think this conversation with your son would have gone down that way. It would have been like, no. okay, this is what you need to do. And you don't understand. I'm oh, protecting sh- you. Right. Yes. And so, yeah, okay. I had a list of things for him. You know, I'm like, this is what you need to do, son, you know, and I'm putting that pressure. And this is one of the questions you had asked me before um, is like, how's the pressure on you translate to the people that you're, you know, delegating these tasks yeah. to. And I, and I was like, Oh yes, I know. And, you know, because <laughs> I, you know, I have this sense of urgency for my son and I'm like, why am I doing this to him? Like, yeah. you know, and you know, I, I can't figure out what the word is because I don't have this in my vocabulary yet, you know, but when you say, okay, I'm going to let you do this, you know, I don't know how to say this, you know, what, I don't know what it is. I, you know, um, I told my son, I said, you set your goals, you set your timelines, talk to me about them, you know, and I didn't say, and I need to know by next week, you know, none of that, At five o'clock. Even, At five o'clock. even though I was so tempted, I'm like, okay, so have you worked on this? You know, I'm like, oh, just leave it alone, mm-hmm. leave it alone. I, and, and that's okay. So bringing it all together, how do you do that? How do you let go? And so your your request for this coaching call was, I want, I want to let go of this extreme behavior. I want to go ahead and find balance. And you know, balance is interesting because we can find balance in the midst of chaos. And 
it's not necessarily, you know, it, it's always going to be there like 80, 20 or, you know, 40, 60 or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. in so many ways that might be your balance. It, I, I've, I have almost come to that conclusion. I feel like I'm almost there, mm-hmm. you know, like to where I don't, I don't know. I'm just allowing myself to be free to choose to do whatever I need to do for that time space because my life fluctuates with work. And sometimes when I come home, I'm so drained and I can't meal prep and I can't um, go for the walk because I have to go shopping and cook and, you know, do all these other things. And so maybe not today, but tomorrow's okay, you Mm -hmm. know, and to me, the, that balance is just really what's going on in your life at that time. You know, sometimes it's, you know, being at the hospital with someone, um, there's always something that takes you away from what you want to do. But if you, if you really want to do something, you, you can find the time. So, yes. Um, so that's really just it right now and where I'm trying to find my balance, you know, and just, allow myself to be, you know, I don't have to be the, you know, the marathon runner. No. So you're giving yourself permission to not be all of those things. Now I'm going to challenge you because I mean, it wouldn't be a coaching call if I wasn't challenging (laughs) you. Right. (laughs) Okay. So you've learned quite a lot at the Mm -hmm. retreat, in your VIP group, through coaching calls. So I'm going to challenge you. You asked for balance because I have extreme behaviors. I want you to come up with three steps and I want it. We're going to make it simple. I'm going to guide you. I'm here the entire time. I want you to come up with three steps because we've talked about identifying the issue. We've talked about being able to explore and feel the emotion, you know, with the conversation we've talked about, you know, being uncomfortable. We've talked about extreme behavior and even pinpointing why we've gone there because of distraction, because of avoidance. What are three steps, small steps you need to take to continue this pursuit to your, your version of balance minus the extremes? Okay. I'm writing this down by the way (laughs) (laughs) with bullet points, um, (laughs) small steps I need to take, uh, to get to my version of balance. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to give you the first one. I'm going to give you the first one. The other two, you got to come up with yourself because I'm going to oh. give you a pass just because awesome. everybody's listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Why am I so afraid to take small steps to success? Why does it have to be extreme? Are you asking me this question to answer now? No, not to answer now. <laughs> you okay. Girl, because we're going to be on here for like four hours. Oh, Okay. <laughs> You're going to, you're going to write this down. And in addition to that, of course, you are going to post it in our VIP group. (laughs) Of course. Not a problem. You know me. Yes. So being able to go out and identify what that's all about. And I want you to explore it. Like, where did I learn this from? And (laughs) I I already know it's my dad. (laughs) He's another extreme behavior. We're we're twins. (laughs) Okay. So now you're, so by answering that question, you're mm-hmm. going to start to continue to see a lot of the, not only the extreme behavior, but the dysfunction in it and the patterns 
which now that you'll be able to identify them, you'll also be able to challenge and break, which is the goal. All right. Step two. So you have already identified it. Okay. What would be step two? So I identified where I'm at, identified why the extreme behaviors benefit me and how they feel so comfortable. What would be step two? Oh, geez. I have no idea. You know how this goes with me. I have time. <laughs> I have to have time to think about these things. This is why we're doing this because I want you to be uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Small steps that I need to take to get to my version of balance. Hmm. This is where your extreme behavior comes in. This is why I'm doing this. Oh my goodness. Because you're looking for the perfect answer versus... I'm just looking for any answer at this point. I'm like, okay, it's eight o'clock. No coffee. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I honestly have no clue. Okay. Well, let's take it to step two then. Okay. How have these extreme behaviors served me? <laughs> well, obviously I can see the success right in front of me. Yeah. Um, it's instant gratification, instant validation, just like the glass of wine, just Mm -hmm. like the donuts, just like the Oreo cookies and everything else. It's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the type that, you know, when I start something, I'm, um, I was listening to your podcast with Melissa yesterday on my way home. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is like, so me. Cause she was saying about how, you know, you look online and you see these six, six week results and mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever, you know, and I, I always have in the back of my head that fifth, the 50 pounds that I lost wasn't lost in two days. You know, no. it's, you know, it was two pounds this week, five pounds next week six pounds the next, zero the following, you know? Yeah. And um, those are the reminders. That's why I go back to things that I know um, because I experience success in them. And I've also talked in the VIP group about this, even having others chime in um, as to what I can do um, to, you know, get uh, more answers um, to my weight loss and things like that. But I always want to know, you know, like, is this going to give me good results? Bingo. <laughs> you know, I want to know what the end game is. Am I putting in all this effort for nothing to happen for me? You ah. know, I know, you know, I know my body, you know, that type of talk yep. when you start a diet, you know, it's like, I can only do Atkins, you know, even though that was like a, a diet from centuries ago and they've improved on it. So, you know, it's, um, for me, it's always that finding comfort in something that I knew worked. Bingo. So. Which then gave you your third step. What if this doesn't work? Yeah. That's always the crappy part because I just always feel like I've wasted all my time. Like I'm, I legit have cried in the Jenny Craig um, counseling area where they give you the food and they weigh you and all that. Cause I just was like, I did everything I was supposed to do. Why don't I see the results? You know, and the poor, you know, the poor lady was like, oh, (laughs) you know, don't cry. You know, I'm sure it's not the first time that it's happened, but you know, you put your effort, you expect results. So, so answer that even right now, if, if this wasn't to work, would you just go to the corner and then lay out and just like end, like everything would just end and you would just give up? Well, no, because you haven't given up today. You haven't given up yesterday or any of the other times you've attempted to do something. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. We continue. We we completely fail to realize if this doesn't work, that's absolutely okay. It's it's okay because mm-hmm. I'm going to find something else. And that's where willingness comes in. I have mm-hmm. this strong desire for change, and I am willing to go ahead and lean into my insecurities. I am willing to challenge my fears because I'm going to do it. And I might need help. I might need somebody to guide me along the way. However, I want this so badly that I will do it. We get so lost in the, what if this doesn't work? Like, oh my God, what if this doesn't work? What if this, what if I do do this and this happens and this happens? Okay, so let's go there. Let's go ahead and let's look at it right now. Versus just staying stuck in that mindset of distortion and catastrophizing. Because now we can look at it in the face and say, oh, well, if that doesn't work. Then I take another step in that direction. However, I'm going to get there because look at how far I've come. And that's why in the beginning I asked you to give me your successes. Yeah, there's um, when you you ask us to post on the mirrors, the mirror challenges. I, I put a lot of thought into the things that I want to post for that week and what's going to help motivate me and get me to the next post-it, you know, Bingo. and or mirror um, little saying. And, and one of those things that I put up was, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. Yes. So that to me is a small step um, when, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you're not at your ultimate goal, but you, you know, you're further than you were before. So that's okay. And that's you know, okay. So even when you slide back, you're still further than you were before. So, um, those are the things that just keep me going. <laughs> Boom. Mm-hmm. So guess what? This is homework. You have to put the girls in the VIP group. They already know. Anytime we're doing a coaching call, anytime I have a revelation or something happens, you're doing homework and you're posting it in the group. So I want to see this post in the group. Alex, my last two questions. Okay. This is a question I ask everybody. What are you doing right now personally? What are you doing to live the life you want to live? I'm actually taking myself out of my comfort zone. (laughs) As crazy (laughs) as that sounds, it's like, what other thing can I do to make myself completely uncomfortable? Let's go do that. And I don't, I don't know why, but it feels, it feels good to be out of my comfort zone because it's, it's my chance to just be me. I don't have to be the number one. I don't have to excel. I don't have to, I I can just be the normal me. Normal me is just silly and crazy and funny, like, you know, no pressure situation. And, and really that's what I'm doing right now at this second is just really taking myself out of my comfort zone and, um, not needing or wanting to have that ultimate success with everything I do. I can suck at some stuff. That's really nice. All right. Second question. What advice would you give to the mom who felt stressed and disconnected? Ooh, um, I can relate. That's what I can say. <laughs> um, and really, I feel like the disconnection part is partially you being disconnected to yourself. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, some people think that it's, you know, being disconnected from your husband or disconnected from your mom or anybody else. But for me, it was um, disconnected from myself. 
and and just I would I would say that you know just challenge yourself and um, and uh, see what the good results will be and it's going to take some time but you're worth it. Oh, right now when you said that, I got chills. I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Thank you so very much for being on because I know right now there are several women that can relate with you and identify with you. And I know they were taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) This was fun. (laughs) Thank you again. Uh You're welcome. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guests are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen. And I hope you check it out. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast.
I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls Podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.